0: Welcome back, friends, to the Joe Blow horror show where once no, again No,
1: no. Oh shit, that's right. You son of a fucking bitch. <laughs> uh, you are fucking up your own show and I I'm get the in the middle of a text <laughs> te- yeah, bud! I'm in <laughs> Hold on no, let's 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 get this right. Because I'm in the middle of a text message. Um Alright, alright. Let's let's do this. Let's do this proper like, don't we?
0: Okay. Yeah, let,
1: let me let me let me let me slide in there with that first one. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, but Hey T
0: B, can I get a.
1: Yeah, bud. <laughs>
0: Christmas month to all of our holly jolly joe blow friends out there I'm Boss Tuna with me as always is Tibu he's our swamp donkey resident Cajun <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I'll be that ew. swamp donkey ew, ew.
0: herbal enchanter Godzilla fighting mother trucker from the south Mr. Tibu I'll be bad. happy Christmas month merry Christmas month
1: Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everyone else and happy Kwanzaa and Wanaka and all that shit, whatever. Now drink some wine, drink some beer, and let's all be merry and love each other. I've been I've been uh I've been better, but I'm great right now because I'm on the motherfucking Joe Blow horror show, cuz. And this is where it's happening tonight. Alright, this is this is what I need right now. This is my therapy right now. I, I'm 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 at the church of Joe Blow at this moment and I'm on my knees. And I'm just taking it all in my mouth. (laughs) He he wants that Joe Blow, that Joe Blow Christmas beer running down his chin. Mm -hmm. Give me all that thick eggnog because Ricky don't know how to drink that. I do. Oh, man. Does
0: he ever? I wish I was there for that. Uh, what, What episode is that if you want to pimp that out? If somebody wants to hear what it sounds like, where a grant grown man is is is
1: dying, <laughs> growing up and shitting himself all at the same time. Oh, dude, that's that. Well, go go over to the nightclub, um, the other show that I'm on, and check out episodes seventy through seventy two, but particularly episode seventy of the nightclub toilet of the living dead. That's where Rickles decides he's going to um do his char- best character performance ever. And become the woman that throws up her own intestines in City of the Living Dead, and he throws up all over the fucking show. So, and it's the best. It's the whole it's the goddamn best. That 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 is an amazing fucking episode. We did the Gates of Hell trilogy on the nightclub, cause we had our own like little mini Joe Blow series. It was a small one, but you know, we did it. Very nice, very nice. Speaking
0: of that, the series I recorded earlier today with our friend Duncan McLeish from podcast under the stairs hell yeah and i gave him a little little teaser as far as what's to come so that may or may not be on the episode i am with him but he is he's in the know slightly as far as what boss tuna's plans are for the next summer series or the summer yes so stay tuned we'll be divulging some information to you lovely folks here before too long but Welcome to episode 79 this is the first leg for new listeners those that haven't listened in a while what we do is is outside of our bonus episodes we essentially release two separate episodes that kind of come as a package of one so we call it the first leg we are on our way to the drive-in it's a long long drive to the drive-in we're going cross country
1: it's like the joe blow horror show horror tour cuz you get that first leg
0: Every episode is a tour. It's a two part tour. The first tour, we've got a lot of time to kill. So, what do we do? We got, you know, we stop at a bar. Well, we always are stopping at bars. We got some horror <laughs> happening, some news. We got some shotgun reviews. We got a fun discussion topic. And then, I guess, the crowning jewel of these first leg episodes are our segments. So, this episode, the segment falls upon Mr. Tebu. And. Uh-huh. What is your uh, – just a little sneak peek as far as what's to come. What are we talking about? What's your segment?
1: Yeah, when we finally get to it, it's going to be a What a Twist segment tonight. We're going to find find ourselves venturing into uh, a film that has quite a twist, a plot twist, a story twist. Sometimes it might be a character twist, but not tonight. Tonight it's a whole fucking story twist. It's like, oh, shit, we're going to be talking about Apostle from 2018. That that movie's coming up later, so there you go.
0: Yes, so just to get some of the essentials out of the way here, where you guys can find us, Joe Blow Horror Show at gmail.com. We're on all the major socials out there. Most active, I would say, is the Discord. If you haven't already, join our Discord. We Joe have...
1: Blow Horror Show Discord, motherfuckers! Yes,
0: we have good conversations in there. We've got different channels we've got movie recommendation channels, we got a spoiler channel. You know, we can create other channels if yeah, we had a lot of talk on a recent movie we we covered shark Side of the Moon. I mean, we could create a whole shark side of the moon. <laughs> Oh yeah. Let us know come <laughs> join the conversation. We're also I've got a page on the Facebook. Tibu, you want to you want to hear something kind of embarrassing that after having and doing this show for out of, what, 5 6 years? 5 years I think. I didn't know until earlier this year that it's a page and not a group. I didn't know there was a difference because I don't think you can go and post on the, the, the Joe blow page. Can you uh... it's not an actual group? I was like, Facebook did this update on their phone and I tried to go and post something and I'm like, why won't it let me post anything? Well, the new update had me manually switch into the Joe blow, I guess, like profile, and then uh-huh. I could post something. I'm like, motherfucker.
1: So yeah. No, that's news to me because I do the same thing with the nightclub. It's a page attached to my original profile. I need to change that then, because goddamn.
0: I don't think you can change it. I think you got to change it to. I think you got to change everything over to a group. But anyways, yeah, I guess we'll. I'll look into that. But anyways, most <laughs> of our stuff we're on Shutter is really fun. If you're not, hop on Shutter. Shutter or Jesus. No. Quick. Oh, uh, slasher. slasher, slasher, they might as well be the same thing.
1: It's I don't the know. Fucking, why. It's, yeah, it's the horror podcast or the horror podcast, the horror fucking app, is, as opposed to Shutter being the horror streaming service of choice. Yep, I know some folks out there love Screenbox, but you know what? Shutter, Joe Bob, fuck you, yes, sir. Check it out. But I'm talking too long,
0: I'm thirsty. We are gonna roll up. And we're gonna get a beer. Uh it's Christmas time. I'm wondering if we should I think we're gonna take a veer. I see an exit here, and it says the overlook hotel. And it's winter. It's I think we might have to go and see if uh the grand ballroom's
1: open, see if Lloyd's working, get a beer. I'm I'm down for that, dude. Oh my god, I'm scared, but I'm down.
0: It's very festive. I they've definitely got all the hello Halloween the Christmas decorations up. Uh lots of snow outside, but got a nice little fire here. Lloyd's bartending and I am buying Tibu. What are you having tonight?
1: I'm going to fucking go deep deep into the deep south gas station trailer park beer category right here tonight. But I'm going to keep it American, all right? Tonight I'm drinking that Goddamn, it's basically like diesel fuel in a can. I'm di- I'm drinking that four Loko. loco, loco USA, USA, USA. That's right. There's the goddamn star spangled banner all over this fucking 14 ounce by volume, goddamn tall boy beer. Hashtag it's made in f- China. China. This is that China beer that I'm Heard drinking right here. Those four are huge. Mm, mm. And let me tell you what. The buzz is huge, all right? Trust me. I know all the biggest buzzes. This buzz is the best. Tremendous. Hashtag tremendous. That's what I'm drinking tonight.
0: Well, I found something that really caught my eye, and you'll see here when I flip it around, our friends at Revolution Brewing put out a beer called Miss. and (laughs) it is a red ale with ginger and orange peel, 6.5%. Not bad. It's It's got... I mean, it's definitely... It's, it's a Christmas beer in a can.
1: Nice and spiced. I don't know. Yeah. Like, spiced beer. I'm that pumpkin spice bitch every year when it comes to, like, coffee. I love pumpkin spice. I love peppermint mocha. I am that basic bitch every fucking year. I would drink it year-round if I could, like, for coffee. But beer-wise, tonight, you know, I would love to fucking order something more fancy at the Overlook, especially. But, um... I just had to keep it fucking Louisiana tonight, guy. Yeah, I had to keep it fucking trailer park, fucking redneck as fuck. And tonight it's swamp that full loco trash. Yeah, I'm that swamp donkey. You called you called me out at the beginning of the show, and now I'm fucking it's full circle. It's it's fruition right here. I'm that swamp donkey Joe Blow co-host, bitch. All damn. right, e. or
0: we better, we better get we better get, not get out of here. Shit's starting to get a little bit weird.
1: Oh god damn, they have <laughs> everyone's kicking us out you're kicking me out lloyd's kicking me out they gotta go he keeps calling me the caretaker and i'm getting a little bit nervous did you spill something on your shirt (laughs) let's go it's the (laughs) kook and we'll be right back
0: after the break with sports actually i am being told that we have some breaking news we are receiving unconfirmed reports of random acts of bizarre behavior and mass confusion from all over the city. Well, as we broke in with earlier, there have been widespread reports of confusion and erratic behavior, as well as rabbit like symptoms being reported all over the city. Now, whatever's happening does not appear to be a local phenomenon. Do you hear that? Um, did you hear that newscast I was playing as we were walking out of the bar? It did. Like, I don't know. Squirrely
1: about- squirly shit's going on. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. It's a good thing we're in this. Let's get out of here before they the close the roads. But I got some news. Do you got some news? Everyone's got some news.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of, of um a couple of things, actually. I wanted to mention real quick that that, that broadcast did remind me. There's a new M. Night Shyamalan film coming out next February. Okay, that's right. February twenty twenty three, we have from M Night Shyamalan, the director of Signs, the director of The Sixth Sense, the director of The Village, and as recently as Split and Old, we've got a new movie starring Dave Batista from Guardians of the Galaxy fame and WWE fame. If you go that far back, it's called A Knock at the Cabin, and the premise of this film is there is a family that has to make a choice either they survive or the world survives what does that Ooh, mean wow. i have no fucking clue but i'm down dude out in the woods shit it sounds fucking awesome and if m night's going to do like it you, you never know with m night what you're going to get you're either going to get his serious Indie horror side, or you're gonna get his like melodramatic, over the top B movie side. I doubt this is gonna be a big blockbuster in my bomb because no, we all not know if how it, those I mean, go.
0: Batista's pretty legit now, and if they're pulling him, it's you know. Well, they want. I never thought record. I'd say that. Actually, I never thought I'd say Batista's turning into like a big dollar actor.
1: They they want the name recognition, I'm sure, yeah. but also he's not a bad actor in my opinion. Um, and I think, I think M Knight's gonna gonna I think he's gonna do another good one, man. Like I'm really hoping because I am an M Knight fan, always have been. Even when he's made some bad ones, I can kind of excuse. And it's very some fitting of, for tonight. Um, what a twist! Yeah, it fits that he's part of my fucking horror happenings tonight. Fuck, you know. That's what I got from my first my first little tidbit. I got something else that everyone would be familiar with. But uh, what do you got? All right, T bitch. I see your M Night Shyamalan ding dong. <laughs> I raise you,
0: Brandon Cronenberg's next feature film. Oh, not only is it going to be horror, but it's also starring Mia Goth, who is red hot right now. She's she's like this year's Anya Taylor Joy, I guess, of just she's got to be the number one name in horror right now
1: Mega red hot
0: yeah and it's called infinity pool so keep an eye out for that uh i'm just glad i mean he's coming off a of possessor which was pretty solid and, yeah dude yeah and and people loved it i mean I, i'm curious i'm most curious if he's going to be following that trend of well i guess his father and possessor is you know, with like the body, body horror.
1: Body horror, yeah. Is it, yeah. is it body horror?
0: I I you know how I roll. I don't
1: read into shit. I don't. I oh mean- man, I hope it is though, because I I loved what he did with Possessor, and if he's going to continue his father's legacy, which he should, because the new David Cronenberg movie Crimes of the Future was not really that good. Uh, um,
0: cool. I I thought you were going to say it was good. I'm like, wait a second, no, yeah,
1: it was awful. Yeah, it was not good. Um it wasn't bad it wasn't horrible but it's not it's not David Cronenberg level of what I thought it was going to be him returning but anyway that's another conversation David Cron- uh, Brandon Cronenberg rather I I loved what he did with Possessor and yes. I really hope he continues to give us more of that give yeah. me more I loved it I thank you I agree I
0: mean we're in the holiday spirit and us as horror fans are knelt down at the altar praying to the almighty santa Claus, (laughs) waiting for our eggnog and the
1: the almighty krampus (laughs) yeah man well my other my other little horror happening this segment is going to be um as everyone knows i'm a huge evil dead fan and i've been keeping everyone up to date with the evil dead news on this show for for a while now and my latest update is that Evil Dead Rise is going to be released in theaters April 21st, 2023. So, oh my that's, god. You know what that
0: means for Boss Tuna? Mm. I can only drag my wife to the theater once a year to see a horror movie and it's for my birthday. And my birthday is April 28th.
1: So, so it's got it's got to be this one.
0: Guess what we're going to fucking see?
1: Yes! Yes, man. I'm so excited for this like Originally, it was going to be HBO Max, and now I guess they had enough test screenings or whatever happened. I don't know what happened, but now they know Evil Dead Rise is fucking theater worthy. Let's put our money behind this movie. That makes me happy as fuck because I want to see an Evil Dead film in theaters. I've never seen an Evil Dead movie in theaters. So I'm um, I'm really excited to to be able to do this. Uh April 21st. Lee Cronin. He directed um the 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 boy in the hole or some shit. <laughs> I really don't know the first movie he made, but Sam Raimi picked that 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 director to make this next film. So I, he must have I, some confidence in him.
0: I know what movie you're talking about. Um Yeah, I saw it. I can't remember. I didn't think it was like super good, but I know what movie you're talking about now. No, that's killing me. I'm gonna have to look it up. But anyways, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. That that's the best news ever is that it comes out <laughs> like end of April. I'm pumped. Mm-hmm. I just hope we get it uh we get it where I'm around here. So for my two, my last two, I'm gonna bundle them together. Just Christmas present. Gonna gonna wrap them up for you guys. I figured it would be fitting. We're cookies in the- and <laughs> milk. Season, and I got a couple couple of Christmas horror movies for you guys. We have Christmas Bloody Christmas by Joe Bagos which is a big name in horror uh VFW and uh what's what's the other one the the vampire one I hope that's not a spoiler No
1: huh? oh, uh
0: I don't know uh it just like in like uh, in the last couple of years Joe Bagos VFW and the vamp- God bless it Bliss Bliss yes Is it Bliss? Yes it's Bliss. Joe Bagos has a new horror movie coming to shutter this Friday, December 9th, and it's called Christmas, plenty Christmas. Make sure you check that out. Also double feature that if you will, with the mean one starring David Howard Thornton of the art to clown fame. Yeah. And yeah, so that that's coming out on Friday as well too. So that one is going to be a Christmas slasher with
1: the Grinch essentially. So that's that Grinch go. action, dude. That's yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Like like no, for real. That that is crazy that they made a Grinch horror movie. I fucking love that shit.
0: I love that it's just we're we're in the time where not only are we able to have these movies brought to us on a silver platter through streaming services, VOD, etc. but I mean, we have them. We've had Christmas horror movies in the past, but not like today. It's it's I love it, and I'm not just saying Christmas horror. I'm just saying in general, we are really getting our holiday horror. There's horror movies for Thanksgiving. There's obviously a lot for Halloween. There's Easter horror movies, but I mean, let's face it. I would say Halloween and th- uh, Christmas were kind of inundated with them in a good way, though. So I'm excited. If I, I I'm a huge I guess that's my horror habits. I love watching Christmassy or snow horror in the winter, no Halloween type ones in the fall. So I'm I'm kind of pumped. I I really love this type of year, this time of year. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, dude. I'm. I feel the same way. Like like when it comes to, you want to maintain that spooky vibe from Halloween. It's like it always. it's like for Halloween and horror lovers Christmas is almost like the uh, akin to seasonal depression because everyone's so overjoyed and blah 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 but horror has so much like so many great films that are worth watching during this time of year and hopefully you're the type of horror fan that can enjoy both like the the Christmas you know same old same old or the new whatever but also th- the good horror shit that comes out every fucking year. I want to see Violent Night so fucking bad. I've heard people say it's not horror, but Mm. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck. still want to see it. So, there you go.
0: Yes. So, on that note, we've been talking about a lot of movies. What do you say we jump in and review a few of them?
1: Yeah. I'm still thirsty, so let's do some SHOTGUN REVIEWS, CUT!
0: For that arrogance, I shall see you dead.
1: Yeah. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my BOOMSTICK!
0: So pre-show we were talking, and you said I was gonna be disappointed. So I'm gonna let you go first. Why do you think I'm gonna be disappointed with our shotgun
1: review segment? My shotgun reviews. Okay. All right. Well, number one in my shotgun reviews is the 2020 22 movie Fall. All right. So I'm scared of heights, terrified of heights. I had a I had a job doing Vono Sighting. Had to climb up on two-story houses and fucking put shit up on ladders. Fuck all that. I've Did you use, been...
0: uh, like, pump jacks, or were you ladder and plank? Ladder. I don't know what plank is, but ladder. Oh, just straight ladder? Uh, Sure, yeah. So no planks or ladder jacks or anything?
1: I don't know what those are. So oh. no, ladders. Right. Yeah. So, being a puss and... Um, scared of fucking heights i'm like i hope this movie fall does something for me and i watched it and i was like yeah not too much um the film is basically about what do you mean not too much like the it what it didn't really
0: it didn't give you that that sense of fear i guess no
1: disappointed yep very really oh wow so so uh the film was basically starring these two female protagonists there's no real antagonist other than height um which that was like the point i was like hell yeah and then so i watched this movie and by the end of it i'm like yeah frozen did a way better job of making me feel a sense of dread when i'm stuck high up versus fall really so yeah, good job, Adam Green. Bad, not bad job, but like not as impressive job. New movie from fucking almost over ten years later. So, yeah, fall f- five out of ten. It's average. Wow. Fuck it.
0: So is that is that more of a thriller then, or, or are you counting it horror? Or what are your thoughts on that?
1: I'm counting it horror because it's horrific for people who are scared of heights, sure. like okay. me, like like me. But it didn't work on me. Because the movie just wasn't as effective as I wanted it huh. to be, so uh, yeah, is it a thriller? Is it a horror? I mean, you know, we, we can nitpick, but I would I would include it enough. The horror, the whole horror community has been online, so they all keep talking okay. about it. So I'm like, all right, fuck it, it's in there. And for me, it was uh, it was mid, it was mid as fuck fall. That, that kind of sads me a little bit because it's been on my list and I. You might like it more than me, dude. Yeah. Like I liked, I like I liked Frozen more than you did. So yeah. you never know. Yeah, I'll be checking it out. My I'm
0: just gonna go all of mine at once here, and you'll see why. So this is also gonna be a little plug for our friend Duncan McLeish at the podcast under the stairs. I was on his show this earlier this afternoon, actually, to review. He's doing a franchise review. I got Silent Night, Deadly Night Four. So, I am going to give you a couple shotgun reviews of 1, 2, and 3, and if you want to hear my review of 4, you'll just have to check out the podcast Under the Stairs. He's calling it his Russian Roulette franchise review, but Silent Night, Deadly Night, the original, 1984, that one, 9 out of 10, fucking loved it, surprised the hell out of me, Oh. It was awesome. It's one of my all-time favorite slashers. I'll tell you that for free. God Silent Night Part 2. Super pumped to see this. I was like, I love the first one. This one's going to have a <laughs> full-hanging fruit for a story to continue with the little brother. Everything. I was so god-awful disappointed in that one. No! My biggest problem with as they progress is that they are not Christmas horror movies. They are horror movies with the most feeble attempts of throwing Christmas in it. So this this one here, the overacting was so bad, and (laughs) that main actor was so awful. All he did was his eyebrows. Acting was awful. The kills were boring and unimaginative compared to the first one, at least. Well, overall, yes, but I was very disappointed in that one. I gave that one a 4 out of 10. The third one, I mean, even worse. That that one it was just a stretch to call that one anything as far as part of the <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise. I'm giving that one a three and a half. That one is borderline unwatchable. Um the fourth one, I'll tell you that I I did like that one more, and you'll just have to see how much more if you want uh tune into Duncan's podcast. But yeah, that's uh My, the first three, I haven't seen the fifth one yet. And then there's a remake that came out like what, 10 years ago. So I will be adding those to my lists and maybe I'll give some shocking reviews on those. I got,
1: I got like comments like, all right. Yeah. First one dope. Second one doper. By the way, listeners, Boston, (laughs) I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Um, That movie is fucking gold and everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. every horror fan out there knows it garbage day we ain't got a fucking mince garbage
0: words day. we ain't
1: got a mince words around here so it sucks that you didn't enjoy it but i certainly fucking did more than the first one. Yeah. Third one i haven't seen watch R4. that one in the first 45 minutes is a fucking recap of the first film like literally half of the movie you're watching the first one yeah, and you don't. That's why you don't have to watch the first one, because fuck the first one. The second one's the it best. Probably
0: would have worked better if I didn't watch them, you know, one day after the other. But I was so
1: frustrated that I was like, "What am I doing here?" Part two is is a ten out of ten. It's an eleven out of ten. Ricky, where are you? <laughs> no, Um are, are those your shotguns? You're done? Yeah, yeah I'm just oh. doing those three. Giving All you right, some, well, giving you I'm some gonna... holiday spice in your life. I'm going to couple my last two then because I got two more and they, it works perfectly because I rewatched some classics. All right. I rewatched Hellraiser from 87 and yeah. Hellbound Hellraiser 2 from 88 back to bat. Nice. Hellraiser from 87 again comes in at a 10 out of 10. This is a, an amazing story, amazing special effects, awesome acting. It's like if you made an indie film today, indie horror film today, and you had any semblance of how to fucking actually make iconic imagery the way Clive Barker did, then you'd have a you'd have this gem on your hands. It, it's really hard to do because it's so fucking original. The second movie. In my heart is a ten out of ten, but if I'm gonna give it a real rating after watching it again, I'd say an eight to an eight and a half. Yeah, out of ten. Yeah.
0: I which seen, makes I, I rewatched the first one this year, I believe, uh, I, and the I haven't seen the second one in a minute. The first one was was pretty solid. It was not. It's been so long since I saw it. It was not the hell rate. It, it's kind of like the Friday the Thirteenth. In no. that it's not no, the Hellraiser. No, but I meant it's not the Hell. The first one is not the first one does not paint a picture of what the sequels are, if that makes sense, in the same way that Friday the thirteenth does. Friday the thirteenth, the first one is a very far kind of tertiary story compared to what you know he turns into in the later movies, if that makes sense.
1: No, well, yes, in that in that aspect, I a hundred percent agree. Yes, and that's that's yes. yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, I'd say in the first film, I mean, it's it's a whole different story. It's more about Julia and Frank. Second story, it 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 gets things going. Basically, the remake from from this year from the the David Bruckner remake combines parts one and two in a really good way that I guess fleshes out the first two films. Fleshes. and maybe a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Pun intended. And maybe, maybe gives you more of the lore from, from a few other films. But when it comes to overall story acting special effects, part one is bar none the best. And I think it's still a 10 out of 10 to this day. Still a classic, still one of my favorites. I thought part two was one of my favorites and maybe in my heart it is because of nostalgia. But after watching it again this year, and really watching it, I could cut about 20 minutes out of that film and make it better. So think so. yeah take that for what you will nah. but Dr. Shenard still the best and that crazy screaming echoey laugh he where he's like Ugh. that shit's still the best that's <laughs> still the goddamn best. I'm just saying love it. Well, that's my shotgun reviews, motherfucker. You know what time it is, right?
0: Time to party. Hi, it's always time to party at Joe Blow. But we got <laughs> we got a fun little discussion topic that, Ooh. yeah, so fun little discussion topic for all y'all. This one, I think, those that grew up with the rental stores, the the maybe theaters to an extent. But especially, you know, renting, going to your video stores, renting a VHS, maybe a DVD later on. And what's one thing that everybody sees when you walk in or even drive by those? You see the posters on the windows. So I was thinking, what are some of the most iconic posters out there? What, what are the some some that you remember growing up as a kid? But the way that I'm going to word this discussion topic is it's it's about poster art. I'm asking you uh in a discussion forum Tibu. is is it a dying breed you know what what is the effectiveness of posters maybe thirty years ago compared to today, and are you know what are the good things, the pros of them what are the cons? I mean, can you be honey dicked or misled oh, by looking yeah. at one so that's that's kind of where I'm going at, but yeah, poster art. I mean, let's get down to it. Is it a dying breed? Is it what it used to be?
1: Uh it's definitely not what it used to be. Definitely not what it used to be. Um, poster art back in the day would paint you a picture of, and it, sometimes surrealistic picture of what the film was going to be. Overhyped, definitely. Uh, I would say a lot of the times, especially if you're a horror fan, that that goes back to your honey dick comment. You can get honey-dicked so easily off of a horror poster. You could you could you could be walking through the aisles back in the Gap. I'd be walking through the fucking aisles scouring for a movie. What's the first thing that's going to grab you? The cover art. You're going to be fucking drawn in if it's really good. You're like, "Oh, what's this?" And then you're going to pick it up, you're going to read the back. If you're a little bit more studious of a movie purchase, you know, rental person, again talking back in the in the day when when you went rent films and so you were going to read the the synopsis and see you know what's going on but all in all it, it came down to the art it really did and they could trick you or they could give you everything you ever wanted you could see the art and be like oh that looks good and then rent it and watch it and be like oh fuck, this movie's the best so, it, poster art compared to then, yeah, it's definitely it's not as good. It's now it's more lowest common denominator. Like, let's just put the the character faces on the on the art. Let's just put the title. Let's just say fuck it. And if people identify with it, cool. If they don't, I don't know what they're thinking. But people are gonna go or they're not. Horror is different because. I feel like horror has always had that it's like metal album covers, like mm-hmm. death metal, black metal album covers and stuff like that. They've always had that that extreme aspect of them where they're going to focus on the more gnarly aspects of what this shit is that you're about to consume, whether it be audible or visual or in a movie's case all both, you know. So they they have a lot more leeway with presenting a story to you through the actual visuals of the, of the uh, poster art for the film, they, they can, they can really fucking get you, man. Um, And nowadays they don't seem to do it as much online. I want to shout out uh, on Instagram at creepy Doug designs. They do an amazing job at, at creating original poster art. That's leagues leagues better than mainstream poster art they were uh, creepy duck designs was doing poster art for halloween kills Ends, evil dead rise hellraiser all these new movies coming out horror movies and doing way better poster designs than what the studio was wanting to put or their the studio marketing team yeah again lowest common denominator was wanting to put out so yeah i dude uh unequivocally unabashedly i'm gonna say horror especially horror but even post art in general back in the day was way better than it is now yeah it's like album covers album covers you you could have a great art piece for an album cover but you know what the record label wants the band's faces on the album so you get the band's face and it's like okay it's some people's faces not even done that good all right that's the record i guess it's bland fuck that a movie a movie a movie with a fucking awesome poster on the on the the vhs dvd whatever i'm gonna i'm gonna rent that shit way faster than something that looks fucking mediocre as fuck it's one of the cool conversations
0: to have is the fact that uh, there's other movie podcasts out there but when you're talking about comedies and dramas and whatever you you don't have that conversation of oh that this had some cool poster art with it maybe some of our less i would say nerdy horror fans might not know this but that is a conversation that is fairly common with movies even still coming out today is is the horror art you know was the box art good was it cool yeah I would say sci-fi
1: might be up there too, but not the same. I agree with you. Not the same as with horror, dude. You're right. Yeah. And it's one of those
0: that I would say it might be unfair to call a dying breed, but I'll just say it's not what it used to be. And I think a lot of it is just, there's not as much effort put into it. What I think really killed it is social media and, and the accessibility, I guess, of trailers, you know, rather, I mean, let's face it. We didn't see a lot of trailers for a lot of these movies just on regular TV, whereas now they're on YouTube, they're all over the internet, they're Facebook, you know, so there's just a lot more accessibility to the trailers. And that's what you were saying before. It comes down to the marketing team. They're, you know, the, the post art is, is kind of a second thought to them compared to, you know, I mean, what's an average, wasn't there like three or four trailers for the new Halloween movie? I mean, that's, that's unreal. Do you know how much work, and money gets spent in just cutting trailers together. So I'm sure it's bottom barrel for you know, it's kind of like the uh what is it, the office space, like you know, the office space meme or movie where he gets put in the basement and he's like the only one down there. I feel oh, like oh yeah, that's Milton down it, there Milton, in yeah. space. I mean, he, the, Milton is like the the poster art guy for all these big companies now. <laughs> like He's in the fucking basement next to the boiler, you know, drawing something up and you know they come down and tease them every once in a while Milton's
1: down there oh, like I'll, yeah. I'll burn the whole building down and, and he evil dies tonight
0: yeah doing God's work and you don't even you don't even know that Christmas dies tonight so,
1: <laughs> Christmas dies tonight
0: yes so yeah I would say that it, it's a shame because even still today there's some good post art that comes out so when I was thinking about this this discussion topic and how we would have some fun what I just remember is I know I've talked a lot about the family video that my uncle owned, but there was also, I have one of my favorite poster art memories, I guess is when we moved to, I guess the house I ended up growing up in when I was old enough, I could ride my bike to our local like little gas station. It was like a spur spur store. And it had a tiny, tiny little room in the back that I shit you not might've been like, six feet wide by ten feet long and it was just top to bottom like shells and they had a legit section for horror. But what I remember is is there was well I guess we're gonna get to that point what poster was on this uh the door because the office wasn't you know going through that same thing. But I was just thinking like man it's it's I just got a lot of memories of certain movies and certain posters that really caught my eye. So my next question is the 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 poster art i mean kind of like a trailer it it can be misleading do you think i guess what are your thoughts on that overall do you are you are you taking it with a grain of salt or are you kind of disappointed i want some examples of you know maybe you seeing a poster art or a box for a movie and then going to watch the movie and you're like what the fuck
1: because i know that's happened a lot you're gonna be you're gonna be upset with me because the only thing I could think of when you posed this earlier, um, we had this uh, pre pre show, just like bad poster art versus like uh, what it did to me, as far as like the movie not living up to expectations. I had some, but really all I could think of was the Scarecrow movies from the early two thousands. And how the poster art was terrible, but the movies were actually entertaining. So I don't really know if if I could say I mean, good poster art that, that fucked me up fucked me when I watched it. I really don't have a great example, but I do know that it I could say the Prowler from like 81 or whatever year that came out in the eighties. The poster art's dope, but the movie's not that good, I guess, but I don't I don't have good examples of that dude. Like movies that really screwed me? I don't I don't know. I think the Candy Corn movies from the last few few years. Candy Corn 1 and 2. I haven't seen part 2, but Candy Corn 1 had a good poster and man, that movie was not good. Yeah. Um yeah, that that was not a it like if you could have a film that that was represented by the fucking like poster art, that would be dope but that movie didn't do it for me. No, not at all.
0: So the reason I posed this was a conversation I had, I can't remember with who, but scrolling across Shutter, you know, I would
1: even I would I would I'm sorry, but I would even say Hereditary's poster art would disappoint me based on the film I know it is. Like that yeah. the, the 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 poster art for that movie sucks bad. It, like I would that. say,
0: they took the minimalist approach for sure.
1: Uh, they took the mainstream approach of let's put the people's faces on the fucking poster and not do nothing, like not yeah. not do anything original at all, and just fucking shove it down your throat. And it, that movie is way more than what the poster art shows. But but go ahead, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, well, I was gonna say the the one movie that brought this to mind. I'm not gonna pick on any older ones or classics, but Shutter scrolling through i'm a huge zombie nerd obviously i seek out all the good ones the bad ones anything i can get my hand on i kept coming across this movie on shutter and the poster box art was so bad that it turned me off and not wanting to see it because i thought it was an anime and i'm like "Ah, i'll see it when i get to it kind of thing and I found out that it wasn't and I clicked on it and it turned out to be a pretty good movie. And that one's zombie for sale. Mm. And the poster art I'm talking about is the one where it's like the pink and blues with the guy in the background. It looks, I mean, I just, it, that that doesn't look like a zombie movie I want to watch with those weird rainbowy colors. And it looks like it's animated. So I just kind of thought that I was like, man, I was like, you know, it's funny because I let that deter me from watching that movie for I don't know, 2 years, a year and a half, however long it came out until I saw it. So, I mean, yeah, it goes both ways for sure. So, let me ask you, let's get down to the nitty-gritty, why we're here. Everybody loves lists. Let's talk about some of your favorites, your best, the most iconic, the most memorable horror movie posters in your top.
1: <sighs> oh man. Okay, we we were already talking about this movie. So, Hellraiser 87 iconic horror poster it's pinhead he's got the box he's surrounded by the chains he's in darkness like that when i was a kid walking through the aisles i saw that immediately glued to that 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 just jumped right the fuck out and led me to you know renting it watching it loving it everything else being scared as fuck (laughs) by that movie so yeah like does it do the movie justice no hell no hell no but it's an iconic movie poster that I remember from my childhood that yeah Hellraiser part one top like not top of my list but like like, I love it I love it I don't have a top five necessarily but I got some for you Um, that's one of them Yep. I didn't put mine in order either. And I did
0: things a little bit different because I've got like three or four we'll call old ones. And I've got three or four more recent ones, uh, more modern ones. But to circle back to the story about the Spur store by my house, I remember riding my bike down there and being able to wait, way younger than I should, but my mom knew the the owner. And I go down and rent horror movies. So when you walked into this tiny, tiny little room on there was another door that went into the office And I always thought it was funny because this movie came out before then, like years before, but the poster was on the door and that's dead alive. I just remember staring at this poster and you get that face with the hands, like opening up the mouth. And there's like another face inside of there. (laughs) I was like, Oh my God. So I kept wanting to rent that and they wouldn't let me rent. I had to wait until the owner was there. It was a whole fiasco, but that one, I'll never forget that just every single day going there and the way that it's, I mean, even when you're walking around the convenience store, if you, you could look back and see the office store with that poster on it. I just thought that was cool as hell.
1: Fuck. Yeah, dude. I love that shit. And you know, for like listeners then of the nightclub might know this if they've been long enough, but for Joe blow listeners who don't know, and even nightclub, fuck you be over here listening to Joe blow bitch. When I was a kid, we had Video Plus, Reed's Pharmacy, and Miss Rita's Family Video in Mamu, small ass Mamu, one square one square mile town. Um, we had three video stores at one point. So, but Reed's and and Miss Rita's, she let me rent whatever I wanted. So God bless her. But Reed's had the best deal, where you could go in on the weekend and rent like whatever movies for like 25 cents or 50 cents or whatever, depending on the film, whatever the sticker color on the film was. So horror had the lowest prices and horror was what I wanted. And when it came, when it came to a movie that always kept creeping up, it was fucking Jason takes Manhattan. And I'd seen it when I was a kid, but the movie art, when i was when i was also a kid i saw it on joe bob i remember that yeah i saw it on monster vision with joe bob but also when i went to the store i'd see it over and over and it just always stuck with me and i was like oh my god jason tearing his way through the skyline of manhattan with that fucking knife it's like it it's burned into my memory and and again we're talking favorite that shit is up there like i just i love that shit like that that's that's that gets me the jason vibes even though it's not in the in the cabin in the woods it still gives me friday the 13th vibes it it gives me all the vibes i love it i love it so much so that that's another one right there
0: my next one is kind of a little outside of the box story but I grew up on a lake up in Northern Minnesota and my buddies, my best friend, uh, they had a cabin on an Island. And we, you know, every, we we were always up there on the weekends for sure. You know, you're at your cabin. So we spent the night, you know, we'd be up for probably three nights, usually Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. And you know, Monday morning, you're heading to school. So we were always staying uh, at each other's homes. And I remember my buddy's cabin they had the TV sitting there with you know the v- the VCR the the VHS player, and he only had a couple horror movies. And one of them that was my favorite, and we never were able to watch it. Uh, we tried watching it once, and we actually got caught, and his parents hid the VHS. And to this day, I still don't think I've seen it. But I remember staring at that fucking cassette box for years, and it was House. And it was the one where the finger is, you know, on the doorbell and it's the severed hand kind of thing. Yes. I, I, I just, that one is just burned into my memory and, and, and I need to, yeah, I need to, I need to watch that. If I did watch it, I don't remember, but I know for a fact, we tried watching it and his dad caught us and they, for some (laughs) reason they didn't, they, they left. Like, I think they just put like a, I don't know, his, his sister's like ballet performance or some bullshit in the in the box
1: but yeah the VHS was gone. Dude that's so that's so awesome though because that is a great fucking horror movie cover. I know what you're talking about. There's like the hand ringing the doorbell yep. or whatever. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It that that is a good one. <clears throat> my my next one is going to be in the Christmas season because Gremlins takes place around Christmas. Oh yeah. And the the box art for this or the poster art, box art whatever. You want to call it from when you go to the video store, or whatever. It's it's a gremlin popping out of a fucking Christmas present. Like, like that's what it is. And it's dope as fuck. And I'm gonna give a shout out to the sequel, which pokes fun at the whole idea of a Hollywood franchise and a sequel in general. And it's got the big corporate boss office with the, the chair turned to you. And Gizmo's hiding in the fucking uh like the 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 desk drawer while the boss is a gremlin smoking a cigar like it's so dope, dude. It's yep. so good. Yep. So I love the gremlins one and two box art like Christmas story. And part one is definitely a Christmas movie. I don't give a fight. me. fight, fight. Me, fight me. It yep. yep. Yeah, it's it's a Christmas story. Part two. Good satire on and commentary on horror films and sequels, and the art reflects that wholeheartedly. So, both of those, I love them. I think they're fucking eye popping, and worth. You know, you see these the this art, and you want to check the films out. It's like, what is this? What is it? What's happening here? Same same thing with munchies, but uh, I'll stop now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My next one's another uh, uh, memorable story, I guess. This one has to do with my uncle's family video. So they always would sell posters. I got tons and tons of posters as a kid from different movies, not just horror movies. I I mean, you know, Don 78 was one of them, although that's not one of my favorites. Uh, It's one of my favorite movies, but I honestly thought the poster for that was a little deceiving, but. I guess not deceiving, but it didn't draw me in. Um, So anyways, he had this little, I don't even know how to explain it. It was like a little cardboard box kind of thing that had the posters rolled up in it, but then it had like a display thing on it. And the poster on the display was maniac. And I just loved that. He didn't have any of those. I probably would have bought one, but it's just that cool. And I would call it iconic cover art, box art, poster art where he's walking away and he's dragging that chick behind him. And I'm like, that's, that's so horror. That's it's, I love it. But I remember just, you know, always digging through that, seeing if there's any new posters or whatever in there I could take home. But the one that I wanted the most was not available. It was just kind of on on display, if you will. But Maniac was pretty legit. The last few I have, I just want to pop a couple newer ones. So even though we were kind of dogging the fact that It's a dying breed. The effort's not there. They're not the same that they used to be. That doesn't mean that there's not some bangers that have come out recently. And I want to start off with a couple, actually all three of these, ironically enough, came out in college. And it makes sense when I think about it, because when I was in college still, we were going to the blockbuster a lot. And I saw probably all of these movies in the theater at the college. So the first one I want to talk about is Sock. Uh, let's face it, that that's yeah. I would say that's gotta be a classic. You got that yeah. f- that white background, you got that foot just kind of chilling on the bathroom floor. That one was that's pretty cool. Creepy. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, it's 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 the play on the words as well, too. I mean, you get saw and you got a severed appendage, like sign me up. But
1: I think that definitely counts as a horror classic poster right there. Especially nowadays, like, that's that's elevated to the point where, yeah, everyone knows Saw and that, that poster is fucking dope. Besides Saw, though, I will say, going back to childhood, whenever, whenever I was scouring the fucking VHS fucking aisles and all that shit, Fright Night, not one of my favorite horror movies of all time, not even one of them, but yeah. the poster art. Just jumped out at me It's like above a house The fucking vampire fangs Everything about that yeah. It it identified This is a horror movie And this movie is dope And I, I'm again Not a big fan But just want to point out That as a kid That was one that fucking freaked me out As well as The horror movie Fucking um Silence of the Lambs And Hannibal Yeah even though hannibal was more mainstream it was just anthony hopkins like half his face it still fucked me up but silence of the lambs that poster art with the moth and the, the on the chick the mouth of the chick and everything yep. else yep and and the, the moth making up all these dead bodies like that shit was fucking dope yeah no for sure that that's that's
0: a good one as well, too. And that kind of plays in with my last one when you're saying the moth making up the dead bodies, blah, blah, blah. Uh, descent now, at quick glance, oh, far away. Yeah. It's, it's a skull, but you zoom in and you're like, oh my God, that's people doing the outline of the skull and these weird yoga moves and the teeth. Like that one was, yeah, that's, that's, I'm going to finish off with that chef kiss yeah. on that one love that one for, the for newer is modern so
1: good that is an awesome pick dude fuck yeah and it, for my my chef's kiss like yours I will say evil dead OG yep. the hand coming out the ground dragging her down yep. yeah she's popping out the fucking grave Th- there's nothing that compares to that for me and the OG Texas chainsaw poster where he's got the girl hung up and he's revving the chainsaw like those two posters for me just represent horror in total like the unknown the horrific the brutal the primal all of that like i love that shit and there aren't posters like that today you're right dude there's just not there's some that are good and they're mostly indie fan made posters but yeah, mainstream posters like back in the day they don't fucking exist because if wow. they did, Smile would have a way better fucking poster just saying wow. and nowadays we don't get that we don't get that fucking awesome treatment that we used to and Bait and Switch totally possible you could have a great poster, terrible film, but you know that's part of the fun of it. You have to back in the gap when you had to rent a film. You had to fucking base it off the poster and the summary. You didn't know well. you you didn't know what you were gonna get, and that you know you rarely. Stri- pretty much the only time you got
0: previews or trailers was when you're sitting in the theater, or yeah, you know, maybe like a like the the big budget ones. You might get something on TV, but most of them you never saw trailers for. So 100%. it was always like, tr- you know, before the, the, the VHS rentals, you know, they always had them, but yeah, posters are where, where most people got them and it's, it's, they just, I don't, I just don't think they put the effort anymore, but I'm curious if anyone else out there, I'm curious what you guys' lists are, you know, email us, uh, message us on Facebook. Hop on the Discord. Let
1: us know. Uh, yeah. We'll, fucking you'll... Joe Blow Horror Show at gmail.com. Get on that fucking Joe Blow Discord. Yeah. Joe Blow Horror Show Discord, motherfuckers. It's yeah, a free might, invite. Uh, yeah, give us uh, some lists, and we might read them off on uh, our next
0: episode here. So, What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points,
1: and may God have mercy on your soul.
0: It's time, it's, it's time for the segment. Everyone's favorite part of the first leg is the segment. It's
1: what a twist, you son of a bitch. What a twist. Tonight, we're going to have a What a Twist, and the film we're going to talk about is Apostle from 2018, which is a period piece, folk horror film written, directed, and edited by Gareth Evans. Boss Tuna. Yes, sir. This film, had you seen this film before tonight?
0: Yes, I saw it. I remember liking it. I, ne- I remember not loving it because I know it wasn't on my end of the year list. When you told me that this was the, 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 the movie for the segment, the first thing I thought of was, I remember that movie. I, I kind of remember what it's about. I remember it's long, but I don't remember a significant twist.
1: This movie starts oh. out like a revenge film where you have a brother who goes to this island to rescue his sister and he has to incorporate himself into the island and into the residents of the fucking island. And they're having these fucking blood sacrifices. They're doing all this wicked shit. He doesn't know what it's about. But within this film, you find out that everything that's well, going let's, on... Let's do
0: a spoiler alert first. If it's not obvious... Well, no called, no, what a twist. so there right to be spoilers.
1: yes, so there's blood magic going on throughout this whole film. Um, there this brother is trying to free his sister from everything that's happening. And what ends up happening in this movie every <laughs> everything's building up towards like, People on the island believing that there's this fucking god that, you know, renews everything for everyone. And in this movie, you end up finding out, oh my gods, there's an actual fucking god of the island that got tied down and fucking basically enslaved. They enslaved a god in this movie, okay? Okay. Of yeah. this island, yeah, and like made it's like made a female them female
0: island deity kind of thing. Like, um, yeah, yeah, it's I don't know that I'd call her a god, but she was almost like a protector of the island. Like, like, well, for kind of for the purpose of
1: this film, yeah. she she is a god. I mean, she and controls for, the whole yeah. island. Yep, yeah, she she she's a god, a goddess of the film. And the whole plot twist comes when you you think the whole... Like, everyone's crazy. Everyone on this island is not really adhering to, you know, whatever. But when it finally comes down to it, it's, in fact, our main protagonist, the brother that's trying to rescue his sister, is led to believe this, that, and the other. But it turns out there is actually a goddess, the, the people of this this island or really fucking holding this goddess captive and making her nourish their fucking plants and crops and everything. It's, it's a like, to me, this movie was a mind fuck and it's a, it's a great, I love a good period piece. So automatically I'm sold. I'm like, yes, I want to see this. But then you give me all this cosmic shit. Where it's an island god, and you got the fucking brother at the end being absorbed into the island. I know, again, spoilers, but we we we've done crossed over. I just so yeah, yeah. This is the twist factor of the film. I didn't see it coming. Like I thought it was going to be more like a a real period piece, but it was not. It turned out to be like no. There's this real fucking shit happening. Bear witness to how we control this goddess. And it's all fucked up. This movie's g- like greatly fucked because of how it turns out for them in the end. How, if, if, if this is not a twist, my, my good friend, then what is a twist? Had you seen this movie before, before I posed this to you?
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw
1: this in 2018. So you saw it back in the gap. Did you find this to be an effective twist, or did you even see it as a twist at all? Like, how did it play so out for you? So
0: that's where I'm coming in at. I was going to let you finish. And so, again, looking back, I was like, I don't remember much of a twist. And I, I, I remember, liking the movie, I watched it. I figured I was like... I liked it. I'm going to give it a seven. And I was like, I think I gave it a six back then. I gave it a seven actually back in 2018. I guess to me, I I'm, I'm, I am more on the side that I would call it more of a plot reveal than a twist because you, you find that out in the first, I mean, you find that out before halfway through the movie. And I guess when I'm thinking of a twist, I think of, you know, you like, 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 a, I don't know. I, I guess I didn't find that as a very powerful twist. I found that more as the plot of the movie. I think, you know, an example of a twist would have been uh her brother was a part of the cult the whole time and something and, or, you know, something like that. I would have, I, I guess I would have fallen that better. And Maybe it's because I'm, I'm kind of lukewarm on the movie that I it didn't really grab me that much, but um yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear you try to convince me why you think it's such a powerful twist because oh. I was like nah, not much of a twist well, I think it's just part of the, the plot of
1: the movie well for me like I, I, I saw it first time um, this year actually I never okay. saw it before so I had no idea what this movie was and then it's like a period piece I'm like alright cool that's dope then you have all these characters, like, the, the, the brother is going in there to save a sister. All these characters are adherent to the island, the the fucking goddess, whatever. It, it builds it up, it builds it up, it builds it up. And then finally it was like, oh shit, this is real. Like, in the movie, like, let's say, I hear where you're coming from where it's not like the biggest plot of all time twist. I get that. But in the movie it was kind of a big deal when it was finally revealed that like oh no yeah there's actually actually a goddess controlling the island and we've ens- enslaved her and we know how to control her and we feed her and everything else like that that all of that made it a big twist to me yeah but I I, I I see where you're coming from, and I'm like, God damn, was it that big of a twist, or how, how important is this to the film, the film overall? Like, so, to me, it was kind of a big deal, but for you, it was not, right? Correct, and
0: I'm kind of torn on this, too, because I'm like, well, maybe it's because I saw it, but if I'm being honest, I did not remember anything about the 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 island protector deity completely forgot about that. I knew going in that it was a period piece, and I remember there was some pretty gnarly kills and whatnot, but I completely forgot about the like Silent Hill type drone protector walking around, and there was some definitely some cool stuff, but I just would yeah i guess i wouldn't look at that as a twist per se as far as as the like a main that's like the main storyline or plot of the movie uh and it carries through the entire movie and it comes full circle at the end like you said when i mean that's that's almost kind of a twist but it's it's again it's it's not it's you know a good ending to the movie as far as him you know becoming the next protector of the island or whatever you want to call it
1: yeah that's what I would say. he He becomes the next protector, yeah, by the end. yeah, Wow. So we have our first fucking like no, like like yeah. split, split. yes, yeah, sp- yeah. split like this is uh, uh um, what a twist, but you're like, nope, not really. no, not no, really not- motherfucker didn't didn't
0: hit me as a twist. It didn't really hit me as a twist. I can see how it could with you because it does kind of come out of left field. That it is this like, folk tale type fantasy story that's set in reality, if you will. So there is a twist element in that. But when I think about a good movie with a twist, this is definitely not one of them. But that's just my opinion.
1: Oh, fuck. Apostle split us. We, we're a split in half. So split Apostle half. 2018. Hey, how do you rate the film, though, overall? I'm I'm still out of seven. I'm still out of seven. I liked it. That's solid, dude. That's solid. Seven for everyone out there from Boss Tuna, and I'll give it an eight. So, you know, nice. it's worth checking out, I'd say. What would you rate the twist? I'd rate the twist at a eight. At an eight? Yeah. yeah I'd rate, rate the twist at score.
0: probably like a three or four. Below average, as
1: far as... It, if you know. don't, If you don't know what you're getting into, then yeah. you don't know. So I feel like the whole thing... And if you like it all like I do, it'd be like an eight. But if but I feel how you feel, like if you're not really into this kind of stuff and then the film's underwhelming, then you could be like, oh, the twist was like a four, like cool, like, all right, I guess that's, you know, what it is. But I'm glad I got uh, to watch it though, and I'm being
0: truthful. So,
1: yeah. Well, fuck, fuck you and fuck everyone else. Go watch <laughs> Apostle 2018 and let us know. Yeah, like Boss Tuna said, let us know. Joe Blow. It's on uh, Netflix. Horror show at gmail.com and fucking yep. Slasher, in Instagram, everything, like goddamn Twitter, yep. Facebook, Joe Blow. <laughs> Stay tuned, folks,
0: because we are going to be coming at you with the second leg of the tour with our feature reviews, Godzilla versus Biolante. Biolante! The Black Coat's daughter. So, Black Coat's
1: daughter!
0: Tibu, what do you have to leave our faithful listeners with?
1: If you don't fucking check into the next episode of the Joe Blow Horror Show, you might as well be fucking deaf, blind, and dumb. Yeah, bud!
0: I hope it was as good for you as it was for Tibu. Yeah! Boom.
1: Boom! Mm, That was incredible. Is it good for you?
0: (laughs) I've had better.